Hey love, you're listening to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia. Each week, I'm recharging you with tips and engaging conversations, reminding us that finding luxury in our lives begins with taking care of the most important thing, Y-O-U. It takes persistence and spunk to be successful, but instead of living to work, let's work to live. You up for it? My answer is a clangorous, vociferous yes. All right, everyone, gird your loins. Ready to party. And for one moment, you get this amazing gift. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. What, like it's hard? If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. Hi there and welcome back. I am your host Anastasia. I hope you're having an amazing week. Let me tell you, I wasn't having an amazing weekend. I mean, I was and then I wasn't. So today's episode, I wanted to share a little bit about finding good deals. There was this idea I had. I was like popping mint and cucumber in my water the one day and then I was popping strawberries in another day and everyone's always like, oh my gosh, you're so fancy and everyone always has said that. And I don't think you need to be rich to be fancy or to feel fancy. And I'm, I've never quite figured out how I want to coin that phrase. But like, you don't need to have money to feel luxurious. You know, you can always have these little small things if you look for the deal, if you put in the work. So let's get into the details of why I wanted to talk about that today. And I shared a little bit about it on my Instagram. But before I jump in, I did want to say thank you so much to everyone who had reached out to me about um, what I shared last week. If you didn't get a chance to listen to that episode, I talked a little bit about my fears of infertility, um, this idea that, you know, everything's going to go smoothly and according to plan. And as I watched a lot of my friends who had been having children around my age or have gone through complications or not, you know, I was thinking through this lens of this is what I want and this is the timeline I want. And so selfishly, I, I hope that that goes through. But at the end of the day, we have to realize that sometimes you can kind of spread out and and allow yourself the knowledge. You can never know too much about your own body. So I had shared a lot on that episode. If you haven't checked it out, tune back into that. But for everyone that did reach out to me individually, this is clearly a topic that needs to be talked about much, much, much more. So I am developing a couple different conversations into guest episodes and they will be coming up. So be like be sure to be on the lookout for that. And if you didn't listen to last week's episode, tune in. It's a short one. These individual episodes, when I do them, I like to keep them at like 30 minutes or less. When I have a guest on, I always like to keep it. I try my best to keep it within an hour, but the conversation kind of gets rolling and we get moving. And then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, we're an hour and 15 in. So podcasts are to take up time, but I also understand that sometimes you only have a limited time to listen as I do too. So wanted to give you a nice, sweet, short ones as well. And with that, let me dive back into this weekend. I've shared so many times on this podcast about my relationship with my parents in different ways, both positive and negative. And that is not to speak ill of them or to to speak of them in a bad light. It's just the truth. I mean, everyone knows that. It's a very relatable thing. Your parents drive you freaking nuts, but they're also freaking wonderful. Or I hope there's a balance between that. And maybe there's not. Um, Douglas didn't have the best relationship at all times with both of my parents. And nothing that was done on his end, it's just like they 
you know, they weren't Team Douglas at different points um, of our relationship, not because of a negative past or anything like that. I think I was just groomed by them in such a way to attract someone that I would be financially extremely secure with, that I would be able to perform the rest of my life because that person was so financially stable for me and our family that I didn't need to really worry about bringing money in. That being said, we all know that I love to work. So I can't even, even with a full-time job, stop the other side things I have going on, whether it be side hustles, side projects, um, anything I like to take on. I love, love, love to load my plate up. And that's just how I've always been. And then I get overwhelmed from loading it. And then I explode and then I shut down. And that's why self-care is so imperative for me. And that's why I love to speak about it. So speaking of that relationship, my... Um, husband, I love saying that my husband was, uh, called in to work an additional day. And it was so frustrating because he was like, why would they give us off Monday, the holiday and only to bring us in, in our normal off day, which is Friday. Then like, why give us a day off at all? And I got his point, you know, to everyone that maybe had to like make up a day of work. Um, I totally understand that. And he's a physical labor job. You know, he, he works 12 hour days and then, um, they made him come in from earlier time. They made him come in from five to one and work an eight hour shift on Friday to make up for the 12 hour day they missed on Monday. And, you know, he's a little, a little upset about that because he only just got back from his mission and went right into a full week of work. And then I had this full weekend planned with my father to work on the backyard. We had a, an amazing deal. My dad We'll write a book one day, I hope, on the deals that he finds. And he jumps around from grocery store to grocery store, getting deals here, getting deals there. His, his um, what is it? His themed phrase that we always, his coined phrase is, well, you can't beat that. And I was like, I need to have an episode where it's, you can't beat that. So we've always been in this world when we were kids that you can be, um, you can have a luxurious lifestyle without actually having to spend, 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 spend. Um, you can appear as though you have nice things without blowing your wad, as Chelsea would coin it. And I've always developed that mentality. Okay, so a backyard, it can be expensive. We have a 0.04 acre I think I think it's that small. Um, I always make a joke about it. I live downtown. I'm in the city, but very small backyard. You know, we had the one of the charms of this house and there weren't many, but the pricing of the market, if anyone bought a house during this time or even if you just opened up Zillow, you would know everything was 100K more than it was two, three years ago. It, it really is. And it's so sad, but that's what the market is. And that's what we bought in. And it was very imperative for Doug for us to have a home, for us not to be living in a building that we would write a check out to my parents every month. And I did not want to sign a year lease where we would be pissing money away, excuse me, for another year. I really wanted a home. I wanted an investment. And an investment takes work. So just like a relationship, just like a marriage, just like growing plants in the backyard it takes work for them to grow so our yard was 
horrendous. <laughs> it was awful. We had weeds growing up to probably about my chest. Um, I'm mortified to even admit that, but everything grew so fast. We moved in in April, like I was in the thick of it, April and May with my, I was in the thick of it April and May for all the wedding planning stuff. Like Doug was exhausted, um, not to make an excuse for him, but like he was going through this whole thing with, you know, with what he liked to do with his downtime and he always feels like if he takes initiative and it's not what I want him to do, then I'm just going to bitch at him the whole time, which is something that we need to work on. And we decided, you know, when he was gone, when he was on his mission, I wanted, I was chatting with my girlfriend and her husband and I was like, can I borrow like your weed whacker and can I just like, can we like cut down these weeds all the way down and then I can just see what I'm working with and then kill a bunch of stuff um, and go from there. So, you know, and, and we can make a plan. Like I can see the space, you know, anytime you're trying to clean a room or design something, you have to clutter free the space in order to see what you're really working with. A lot of designers, interior designers will say, open all the blinds, open all the curtains, like let's see what we're working with because light is such an important thing. So a clear clutter free space when you're planning something out is such an important thing. Well, go figure, my girlfriend um, and my other girlfriend hung out on a night shortly after I had this conversation and unfortunately their entire family, they're all okay, um, had gotten COVID, all the kids, everything, but it just went through waves through each of them. Like they did, some of them didn't have it and so they were quarantined and they are going insane and we're all going to the Finger Lakes to celebrate this weekend coming up, which I'm stoked for so we can have like a little girls trip. And they need it after being like cooped up with their family and I need it after just, I don't know, I didn't, I mean, I still haven't even really had a real vacation or anything super fun since the wedding, you know, as a, an end cap. So excited for that. I elaborate on all my stories. Thank God for all of you who tune into the show every week and just know what to expect. <laughs> but when we basically had all that cleared out and that was like the goal and then they had COVID I was like all right well let me call in let me call in the troop I can always count on my father so I called my dad and he came over with the weed whacker and the blower and he meant to just drop it off and of course stayed for like an hour and a half and there were some criticisms along the way with some of the stuff but I I said to him I said hey you know here's the thing at the end of the day this is my house I'm going to do the way, things the way that I want to do them it might not always fall under your standard, but I am here again as an adult and I'd love to include you and I'd love to learn from you in these moments. And if you can, you know, keep a lid on it enough, I will welcome you into this space and we can work together and I thank you for your time, but I don't want you to just come over and like critique me and criticize me. Like I don't want that energy. So please leave if that's the energy you're going to bring in which was a good chat for us. It was definitely a good chat for us. I still get reactionary here and there. Um, definitely happened a couple times when I spend too much time or I let him in too much. Um, and creating boundaries with your parents an episode way long ago. Please do that. Um, if you find that you're being taken advantage of and you're sifting back into old ways when you're chatting with your family, cut them off. Not in a bad way. Don't call them every single day then. Don't call them once a week then. You know, like... Get, make it two weeks where you don't talk to them or a week, depending on how often you do, 
just so you can gain back some more control, right? Because at the end of the day, they just they just want to talk to us. So or they want to be involved. So of course, I wanted him to be involved. And, you know, he brought me over all these tools. And when Douglas came home from his mission, he was like, Oh, my God, like, there's so much this is insane. Um, what you guys did to the backyard compared to what it looked like a freaking jungle. And we had decided to pick a date in July, which every weekend I was basically gone except for last weekend to do the backyard. So that was the plan. That was the goal. And we decided to do, we started, we went to this place out in Lebanon, Reading. Nope. I always get this mixed up. My dad's going to kill me. In Lebanon, we went to this place that is super, super cute. And I have posted, I believe about it on my on my page I think on my Instagram I'm gonna like pull my phone up and look through my pictures as I tell this story but I had looked around this place and it's this beautiful nursery and they have everything on such good deals they go down with their prices so much and they do such a beautiful job at um I mean their greenery is just stunning and it's massive there's so 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 much um to do and to place to go so I'm trying to find it on my on my phone so I can show you guys or tell you guys what it's called but it's in Lebanon and it's I don't know it's really cool it's just such a a good a good deal so I love going to gardens that are nice I'd rather have a couple more weeds in my garden personally and then be able to actually enjoy the backyard versus um, not uh, at all like enjoying the backyard but the yard itself looks immaculate (laughs) if that makes sense (laughs) so (laughs) we um, okay here it is I found it it's called Rosie Rose Joel R-O-S-E-J-O-E-L-L-E Nursery and Landscape Design. It's in Lebanon, but technically it's Myerstown, PA. So this isn't a plug for them or anything, but they had some great stuff. So if you are in the Lancaster area and you're looking to do your backyard on a great budget, check it out. And we went there and we like lined everything up. We took all these measurements before we left. You know, it was a nice little bonding experience with my dad. My dad and I had a tiff earlier in the week. So, you know, it started off a little heavy. And I was like, I'm going to do this on my own. I was like, you already gave me the guidance. Uh, cut forward. Everything was great. In the end, uh, we borrowed my uncle's truck, which was fabulous, and packed that car full. We spent about three hours at the nursery just kind of designing and figuring out what we wanted to do. And $600 later, which isn't that bad, um, we had done the backyard. So thus far, and I'm only putting these numbers out there because I'm talking about You can make these city backyards really cute. You don't have to be so intimidated by the prices that you see at Lowe's or the prices that you see at um, the nurseries at like Stauffer's or Home Depot or wherever it is that you, you know, go for or Walmart even. Sometimes those deals aren't always the best. Yes, they're in bulk, but um, sometimes you need to go and look for the deals. And we got some really good stuff there. Um, I got a patio set a couple weeks ago. That was $100 at this place called uh, Next to New for, yeah, it was $100. that didn't match at all. And then I went to Home Depot a couple times and finally ended up on these cushions that were $43 each. So, so far, the backyard, I've spent less than 
around $800. Yeah, about $800. And of course, I guess if you factor in some of the tools, my dad gave me about a thousand bucks. But if you were to have hired a landscaper and paid for the labor, and then they would have jacked the price up on what you bought. And if you wanted to look at the backyard of what I have now, and then the mulch at like Stauffer's for $3.99 or like three for 10 for the bags at Lowe's, I, I will be, I will have done on my entire backyard for about a grand or I could have paid someone like $2,200 to do it. And I say this because I've always liked nice things. My girlfriend Angela and I used to say this all the time when we moved out to California. It's like, I like nice stuff, but I have no problem getting down on my hands and knees and scrubbing my own floor. And and the point of that statement is, is that you can, you can look for those deals. Like I can make zucchini pies for my girlfriend's bachelorette without going to Wegmans and spending $70 on the ingredients I need and going to some local farmers and some grocery outlets and different things like that and just bake everything that day and make a day of it so I have them ready to go for the bachelorette weekend and it's all about planning in advance so fast forward we get through the weekend you know Doug's tired and he's still coming out and helping us and um but Doug and I work very differently and I love him but he's not as hard of a worker as I am but we were raised by different people not to say that the way he was raised versus I was raised but the fact that I am the oldest of two and I had a lot of pressure put on me and my family was very particular and very specific so I've been pushed to achieve I've been pushed to my nth degree and I've expanded with that right like when we build muscles we constantly the muscles tear and then they rebuild and restructure bigger and stronger so over time you know that's how it is and I love the beauty of that. Like there's a balance where Doug's one of those people. He's like, I'm going to go out and work in my yard and drink like a couple beers while I do it. And I'm one of those people that I'm like, I'm going to work in my yard from sun up to sundown. I don't eat a thing and I drink water all day and then I'm exhausted by the end of the night. And then I take care of myself and I relax with a cocktail like that. There, it's, We just have two different mentalities with it. Neither is right or wrong. We're just different. So we don't always see eye to eye for some stuff. And it's easier for me to say this now because I'm in a, you know, a calmer state from everything. And uh, but it was great. Like when it was all said and done, we sat back and kind of looked around at like all the stuff that we'd accomplished and felt really good about it and strongly about it. And then the next day or that evening, we started to get kind of in an argument that he was like very drained and he needed time. And we we get into similar arguments all the time. And I do think that couples are not always happy. It's just like people, I talk about this all the time, life is full of highs and lows. Marriages are full of ups and downs, fights and happiness. Like it is just what it is. And so we were getting into some arguments just because we don't see eye to eye when it comes to certain things like developing the home. And we have this disgusting carpet in our house that I hate. And I'm here with it daily uh, after I drop him off, you know, when I'm getting ready to go out to my accounts or if it's an admin day or if I stop back here before we go pick up Douglas. Like I see this carpet all day long and I, I hate walking around on it and I hate looking at it. And it's probably from 2002 and I don't know how many people's bodies and dogs and cats have touched it. It's like, I mean, I don't know if anyone else is cringy as I'm, as I'm talking about this, but like for me, I cringe when I think about that. 
And I have stayed in some cast housing when I've been in shows that hasn't been the most luxurious. And if I could have ripped up that carpet, trust me, I would have. But this is our home and it takes work. And I know that we aren't ready, quite ready to buy the flooring yet. But I'd rather just rip up the carpet and walk around on subtile flooring or um, sub flooring for a bit until we have that plan and just get this carpet out of here. Like I feel like I could breathe better with just this dirtiness out. Um, And that's just me. And it's just Doug. And I realized that I guess he had lived at home. He had mentioned it so briefly. So if I'm getting it wrong, but he had lived at home with like sub panel flooring or subtile flooring or whatever for a couple years in a row and he was like when I own a house I will never do that and for me I'd rather get that carpet up so then when we are ready at like the drop of a hat we pay the cash and we start to put together the floor but along with the yard along with different things I think there's a lot of things around the home that we can do ourselves you would look at all this stuff on Instagram it's all DIY do it yourself and I was saying, I was like, there's a lot of stuff like you're trying to do this in in a way that you think is right for you and right for the timeline that you're creating. But at the same point, there's a lot of do-it-yourself stuff that we can do. Lysol, water, and a slop bucket with a rag can do wonders to all of the woodwork, all of your wiping stuff down. You know, like take one random door off and take it out to an Amish guy that, you know, does all this work where he will sand it down and he'll tell you if it's got lead paint in it and then we'll know from there okay cool let's bring one door at a time to this guy to sand down you know there's there's just labor things where there are opportunities for us to do a lot of stuff and I personally am one person where I'm like smelling a flower and making a cocktail and cleaning up last night's mess and in between a text message and then a post and like I'm an insane multitasker and it's also quite distracting. That's not always the best thing. Douglas is a step by step. Then he sees how that step goes. Then the next step. And sometimes it it just irks me because we're very different and we'll get into tiffs and arguments about those things and we'll get super frustrated because we're both stubborn but the biggest thing about the marriage is that it's our house it's our marriage and it's our time it's no longer what do you want to do with your time what do I want to do with my time and we both recharge differently if I recharge around um, activities and connecting with others and he recharges with alone time. But sometimes that alone time is a Saturday morning and I am tiptoeing over to him to see if he is like ready to freaking roll and he's still like in a video game watching the shows he watches on YouTube that he's subscribed to like mode and I'm sitting there thinking you tell me you want to accomplish xyz you bring it up all the time how you haven't accomplished this yet or you haven't worked on this enough or you haven't done this enough or oh god I forgot about blank but like I don't see the initiative in your planning in order to get those things done and so I try to bring that to his attention. And and instead of bringing it to his attention to encourage him to to grow, to, um, you know, bring the best part of him out in order to move forward and develop a new skill as he does for me, I kind of poke at the bear. And that's not fair because then he interprets it, which is not on me, but he interprets it as if I am saying to him, like, you're lazy, you're... Um, 
you're a piece of shit. And I don't mean to say it like that, but like that's the words he used to me the other day. And I was like, I don't think those things about you. I just know that there's a lot of things you want to accomplish. And if you want to relax, then maybe do that at the end of the day or only allow yourself to relax until 930 or or nine o'clock in the morning since you're up at like six and then start to get the day rolling and don't sit around and wait for me because then I tiptoe over and then I ask you if you want to do something and you're waiting there you're you're waiting annoyed that you know I'm about to come and ask you something and I'm annoyed that I have to like bring it to your attention that these things need to happen because he'll be like well this is stuff you want to do and I'm like it's our house like the house needs to be cleaned. It needs. To, it has yet to be deep cleaned in some of the rooms thus far. Um, there's so much things that need to happen. Like it's an accomplishment that we bought the house, but now what are we going to do with it? You and I both want more than this house we're currently given and we want to make it prettier. Well, I want to make it prettier because I want to live in a prettier space and I want to make it prettier because I want to sell it or rent it for a, for a higher price point. So I want to start to work on it. And then my girlfriend Chelsea brought up a point. She said, maybe you get agitated and annoyed because of the fact that you feel as though you are flustered because you've been waiting. And she made a really good point. So I have been waiting ever since Douglas, ever since the shutdown. Let me put it that way, right? We all know this. Ever since the shutdown, you've been waiting to start doing something, right? Like you were waiting to get back to work or you're waiting to get your kids back to school or you're waiting to start up X, Y, and Z or you're waiting to find your next job. I was waiting for the world to start up again and to find a job and we moved only for my, oh, he wasn't even my fiance yet, but only for my boyfriend to be taken away from me, for me to then be waiting for his return, waiting for the Navy to tell us when he was coming back, waiting for his Christmas vacation, waiting for him to get into the next training and then accomplish X, Y, and Z so then he could go to the next place and then waiting for him to accomplish that one. So I spent 17 months waiting for my now husband to come back And then for us to hopefully buy a home and then build this home together and and have our wedding, which, you know, I that has happened now. And I want to build this home. I want to see this life that I've envisioned for us for years now come to fruition. And the way we're going about it is two completely different ways. So amongst all that, as you can probably tell, we got into a massive argument that started to turn catty and was this and was that. And we're still not done with it. And we won't be done with it because it's something that we need to work on. We need to develop a type of plan where it's like Friday mornings until noon. You can't talk to me and I get to do with that time however I wish. And then I get four hours a weekend for my classes and I have to schedule them out so that way you know when they are and I make the time for them and and then, you know, I'm quiet during that time. So there's ways to go about it, but like Doug's not a planner and I'm a planner and he, he is a planner, but not in the same way that I am. I am like down to the beat. We plan it out. My dad would pull out a freaking binder with like the MapQuest directions to where we're going, the hotel we're staying in this evening, the place we have reservations for dinner and not to like make fun of it, but like that was the level of what that was. 
And, and I'm, I'm just so used to that. Whereas Douglas is one of those people where his family like was very, you have six kids. They were like not fly by the seat of their pants, but what was the, um, what's the balance? Um, you know, we don't know if this kid's going to have a fit today or if that kid's going to be, you know, they had to, um, compromise and they had to be chameleons to, you know, what can we do? Can we throw all the kids in the car today and like go to, um, one of the lakes? Sure. But like, I can only imagine how much that would take to plan to have to wrangle up, you know, eight humans, six kids, two adults to like do anything. So there is a a completely different view of what we are in our childhood. And as we are as adults, we talked about this last night as adults, it's just kind of wild that we are such a spawn of our younger selves. We're such, we are such a development of our childhood selves. And when we get into a relationship, you know, we, we don't have the same type of patience as we do for people that we aren't in our relationship with. And we just expect like, well, don't, obviously it's this way. Or like, don't you know how to weed the yard this way? Or don't you know how to, you know, figure out these electrical things that way? And, and that's what makes a beautiful, um, this beautiful partnership too, that we both bring different things to the table. And not only will that be a fun thing and not only will that be a bad thing. So, I keep trying to show Doug that there's so many ways that we can do a lot of stuff with this home where it's like if we're going to spend the money on the electrical box this month and you wanted to add in some, um, I forget what it's called, HVAC system air conditioning unit for our third floor versus having people put window units in. If you feel like that's really going to up the value of the home, which it will, then can we do physical stuff like buy the things for the yard and physically do the yard? Can we physically get an X-Acto knife out and start rolling up this carpet on a Sunday and then throwing it out on the sidewalk for the dump to take, um, for the, the trash pickup to come the following day? You know, so each Sunday we can, you know, get carpet out of another room or another set of stairs. So then that way we will look at this sub-panel flooring and say and every day I will work harder and harder to make more money and more bonuses because I'm going to want to put something on that floor I'm going to want permanent wood flooring or what however we're going to do this so we just see it differently and and we're half it can't be everything I want um and I have to be okay with hearing no but it can't be everything he wants and usually if someone says no to me I'm like well why but I'm like that with work too. It's like, if we can't do that, why can't we do it? You know, what's, I like to push the boundaries and it's not necessarily that I'm pushing back. It's just, I want to know why. And when I found out that he said that, you know, his family home, I guess for months at a time or a year, I, again, I, he had said it in a quick sentence um, and he, you know, didn't want to have that in his own home one day. Then I get it. Okay. That's why your fear is that for a year, we're going to be walking around in plastic. I don't want that either. I think we can look at some stuff and we can figure it out and we can budget it. And I think the faster we rip the carpet up, the more excited we are and the more we're going to research and the sooner that that floor is going to go in. That's the whole purpose of the next step. So for any of you that may have connected on this level because you're very different than your partner, your spouse, your... um, family, anything that feels relatable to this, know that 
when you can take the bird's eye view, it's great. But I was definitely very charged with anger and resentment for a couple of days because I was like, what is the deal? Like if we're doing these two things, that's like money that we're spending. But like, what can we do physically this month to help add to the value of the house? And, you know, sometimes, again, it's a Lysol bucket, water, a slop bucket and a, a cloth. And it's just deep cleaning your place. Um, with that, living luxuriously, I've loved sitting in our new couch cushions and looking at our backyard and what we accomplished, watering the plants every day, seeing how they've grown, you know, clipping back a weed or two, pulling off a day lily that's dead from the day before. Like it's been so self-soothing for me in the morning to like come back from dropping him off at work and having sitting out there with a the dog while I'm drinking my cup of coffee after our walk for 30 minutes, like that is my current self-care that I've been really fixated on this week and it's just been so lovely. So please go and find yourself some cheap cucumbers or strawberries at a discount grocery store that you can chop up and or grab mint sprigs from your backyard in your herb garden and pop that in your water and just feel a little luxurious because you don't have to be at a spa to have luxurious water Um, I have an episode that was like, I think episode number like seven or eight. It was like very, very far back in the beginning. We were still heavily into quarantine and, um, it was all about different ways you can infuse your water and it was all about H2O. So if that's something that intrigues you, please go back and listen on that episode. Remember, you don't need to have, you don't need to be rich to have a luxurious lifestyle. Look for the deals. If it's something you truly want. There's a give and take. If you spend more money on the hotel you're staying at, you cut back at the restaurants. Or if you stay at a budget-friendly hotel, get out of the hotel and go to nicer parks and hikes or wineries or whatever it is you're doing on that trip and and spend more money that way. There's always got to be a balance. Find ways to pick up extra side work when you can. Look for those opportunities. Um, Look for the discount deals. I know we want, 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 want. And unfortunately, we don't have the money and the finances to get everything that we want so look for those interesting ways if there's something you want to share with me something that you found on an amazing budget this week or or have found in the past or something that you're working towards right now and the ways that you're going about saving money in order to get that goal please share it with me you know I'm always open to the dms the text messages um anything um responded on TikTok now. I do more of the wedding stuff on TikTok than self-care, but I am just so grateful to have a space to come back to to share um, things that I'm learning about myself and learning about being a homeowner and learning about being a wife each and every week with all of you. So thank you so much for that. And I will see you all next Tuesday because I will be coming back from the beautiful Finger Lakes and that will be my my bougie little trip that we did on a on a budget And I will tell you all about that. So I appreciate each and every one of you. Take time for self-care and don't hesitate to reach out and let me know what deals you are scavenging for this week. Thanks for tuning into today's episode on the luxury of self-care. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to this channel on Apple Podcast or Spotify or whatever platform you're listening on. If you are on Apple Podcast and have a brief moment to leave me a five-star rating and a review, it truly helps me grow the show organically. I love hearing from you. 
In addition, you can find me and all updates on the show on Instagram at rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg. Yep, just like the Universal film Anastasia or like the Facebook page entitled The Luxury of Self-Care. If you would like to support this show, do not hesitate to reach out. Your small donation really helps me keep up the sustainability of each episode and all the marketing that goes into this show. Lastly, I just wanted to thank you so much for all of your love and all of your support. And as always, for tuning in.